it's working. Yeah, I didn't know how to download Zoom. I thought it was online. Yeah. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today I'm here with the beautiful Sophie Morelli. I'm so excited to talk to her because she's she's today one of my friends and yeah. I'm excited to actually hear about her opinions and her like impression of me because I don't even know how she knew about me and how she heard about me. So yeah, let's get straight into the episode. How are you like dealing with quarantine? How's everything going? Oh my god, it's well, it's okay. Like right now in Monaco, we're we're out of quarantine. Like we can go out now, so That's I'm nice. good. I'm seeing my friend. Yeah. Good. Where are you now? You look like in Malaysia or something. Yeah, back in Asia. It's just like weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, can you go out? No, because it's like really risky. Cause, like, um, can you go out in Malaysia? Not as. We were supposed to, like, it was supposed to be lifted, but then after it just didn't really end up happening. So we'll also start. I know. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> so you haven't seen your friends? No, which is like, really oh. depressing. But you know, like, got like social media, so you know that's been a oh, lot really easier. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I was slamming with my friends every day. <laughs> How was it like dealing with it? Because like, so did you leave the UK straight away to go back home, or did you like stay? Well, basically, like. I uh, I was in the UK like mid March and I was supposed to stay for another like two months and then I just get a random phone call from my dad and he's like oh like I'm booking your flight for tomorrow and I was like what oh my god really <laughs> like, yeah I'm booking your flight tomorrow like you need to fly back I was like okay well okay that's so sad so I didn't even get to say bye to anyone I just <laughs> left and yeah. yeah and then I came home two days after there was lockdown so I was like everyone's yeah, really flights so I was so lucky that I was able to fly home that's so good <laughs> was that like early March or was that like it was mid March it was like oh that's that's decent that's actually quite good yeah I'm with Sophie so we're just gonna talk about um toxic relationships like friendship wise and like our experiences in school and yeah hey guys <laughs> So yeah, um, just to start and like, just start off with like we're like we're not professionals. We're literally giving our own account to like our personal experiences and like our journey. So please just be really open and kind when you listen to it. So yeah, um, it's a really right. weird story of how like me and Sophie know each other. We know each other through like someone like mutually. <laughs> was that Ben? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like he's like he's like one of my best friends. So like yeah, like when you guys started dating, yeah, I, I was like, yeah. How did you hear yeah, about me? I kept being so paranoid because basically, like we were dating and like. I kept seeing like notifications for me on Snapchat and I was I was so sure that he was cheating on me with you. <laughs> oh like, my god. And like he was always like, oh she's just a friend. He was so casual about it and I don't know why it's so far. I was always like, nah, he's definitely cheating on me. Like I know he's cheating on me. <laughs> oh oh my god, no. <laughs> and then I just stopped worrying and then and then I found you on Instagram or something and you looked really nice and I was like, oh, maybe he's not cheating. <laughs> I think that's when I started following you. That's actually so crazy. I did not know that was what was happening. So bad, like <laughs> I was like, because I, because when I, I when I when he told me that you guys were dating, I was like, oh my god, she's so out of your league, like fucking hell, like she's so pretty. <laughs> yes, I actually said that, and I was like, that's crazy. I don't believe that you're actually dating her, because like. Me and Ben treat each other like we're like siblings, and like we've like friend we friends with each other like ages ago. So like yeah. every time, I literally call him ugly like every single day. Like I know that's so mean, but like that's our relationship. So like 
when he told me that you yeah when he told me that you were date you guys are dating I was like yeah as if like as if you could get that are you joking I wasn't even that pretty like that oh my god stop no like honestly like when I look back at pics of me when I was with Ben I was like Jesus Christ what are those eyebrows so pretty Honestly, like, I was like, she is so pretty. Like, I don't know how you can, you know, I was that, I was so surprised. And then, like, I guess it's the same with everyone. Like, when you look at old pictures of you, you always think you're ugly. <laughs> True. But, yeah, that's how we know each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how was it, like, transitioning from, like, sick form into uni? Was that, re- like, really weird for you? Like, did you take a gap year? No, I didn't take a gap year. And on went to sixth form so I went to Marlborough College when I was like 16 15 mm-hmm. like it was weird for me of course because I had been like going to a day school all my life yeah. and then all of a sudden I suddenly went boarding school and like I mm-hmm. wasn't going to see my parents for ages and I just got really homesick you know like yeah. it was just so weird for me to be so far away from my parents and then, like, I don't know, I just, that's, that's kind of when I started being, like, less shy. Because, honestly, when I was in middle school, I was, I was a really shy girl. And then going to boarding school, like, kind of forced me to form relationships and to make friends. And mm-hmm. that really helped me. And then from Marlborough College to uni, that was, that, was, that was okay. Because I was already used to being far away from my parents. So, like, mm-hmm. of course, it was a bit weird at first. And, like, I, I did feel a bit homesick. I... I, but one thing is, when I arrived there, I already had many friends because basically the university had them. Um, they had set up a whole like group chats on WhatsApp, like over oh, right. the summer. Like yeah. they just formed whole group chats, and that really helped because, uh, like, when I got there, I already knew like I already had my tiny group of friends with which I immediately started hanging out every night. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> That's like that's like a good thing. Like I think when it comes to like, I was so worried to go there. I was like, friends, like, but that helps me. That's so good because I feel like that like definitely helps like people like get out their shell a little bit more because when they, especially like being in private school, like I completely get that because like boarding school is so different to Mm -hmm. uni, but like it helps with responsibility because like you've like got everything in the bag and then when you start it's just it's like a lot easier to handle things I guess because you've been like away from parents and you've like yeah, dealt with exactly. experiences another yeah. thing that was weird though going from boarding school to university is when I was in boarding school we had a curfew so oh, obviously yeah. at, like 9 p.m we had to be like back we had to be in our in our bed no yeah oh my god the curfew <laughs> I had so much freedom and I was like I remember the first night I was like oh damn it's nine I was like wait so what like I can still go out (laughs) like I was so ready to just like get into bed and like just do nothing but then I was like hold up I can go out so I remember my first night I just went out with all this little group of friends and we Mm -hmm. stood out until like 4 a.m and I was like I was so weirded out to be outside my room past 9 p.m (laughs) so that, that was a great experience what was it like boarding at Marlborough? Was it like different? Like, cause like obviously like I was in Marlborough, Malaysia, so like it's a completely different experience. But like I just want to hear like how it was like there, cause like obviously Ben is never gonna like tell me how it actually is. <laughs> well, it it wasn't. Well, I made a lot of friends, lots of friends straight away. I go, I got on really well with everyone there. And I soon became, like, so busy that I didn't even have time to be homesick anymore because, as I said, I was really homesick. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, it was obviously more difficult for me because I was an international student and uh, I, was, I, was, I was way more than just a couple, couple hours away from school, you know. But all <laughs> the girls there were so kind. And, and the girls that were in my house were all new girls as well. So they were just as, like, clueless and as scared as I was. Which, which is kind yeah. of why we made a strong bond. And we're still really good friends to this day. We still have a group chat and we're still really tight. So, yeah, like, I feel like the fact that we got all put into the same house, all the new girls, that really helped us bond. Because I feel like if I went into a house where there were already old students, I would have felt kind of left out, you know? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I completely get you. Was it, like, 
an experience that like you're glad you had or did you have any well, doubts it made me become way more responsible because like I had to take care of myself I had to do my own gro- groceries um mm-hmm. I had to make sure I didn't lose my keys there, there was so much I had to be careful of because when I when I was still in middle school I still had my mom which is my mom was still like making my bag the night before just to make sure I didn't forget any books didn't forget anything because, <laughs> yeah and uh, and now so all of a sudden all the responsibility I had all the responsibility I had to it, it was just I kept forgetting stuff every morning I kept getting so paranoid like I just spent like five minutes just thinking oh do I have everything do I have my black pen so I don't have my coat, I have my keys, like, it was, it was so stressful at first. Yeah. But I it made me way more responsible. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, like, talking, like, earlier, like, about, like, your experiences in school and, like, being bullied, like, do you want to, like, mm-hmm. dive into, like, what that was like for you? Yeah, sure, well... I have a lot of middle school stories which I, I could use to introduce my journey towards self-confidence, but I'm going to sum it up or else it's going to be way too long. But anyway, I, I used to get bullied at school. Like this mm-hmm. was, this started when I was around 13. So it was in between 13 and 15, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was because I didn't hang out with the popular kids because I wasn't good looking. Like I was, I was really ugly when I was a kid. And obviously all the popular kids were really good looking, all the guys and all the girls. So obviously I, mm-hmm. I wasn't popular. And um, yeah, because all, and all my friends were genuine people and not fake people that only cared about status. And I remember this one group of girls who really didn't like me for some reason. So they just started spreading so many rumors about me. Like, I'm not going to get into the details, but like these rumors were obviously fake. And mm-hmm. well, that's where the bullying began. I just, I used to get harassed on social media and, well, rejected by every guy, even the ugly guys, because everyone knew I was Sophie Morelli, the girl who used to get bullied. And, and that experience, honestly, it really scarred me because I hated, I remember I hated going to school. I woke up every morning, like, just feeling sick because I didn't want to go. I hated going to recess because I knew there would be those popular kids that were going to make fun of me whenever they could. And all of that obviously came with inexplicable amounts of rage, which I couldn't do anything about because I barely had anyone on my side. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, I started a photography account on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And just out of the blue, because I saw some friends like doing Instagram accounts and I was like, okay, let's, let's try this. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then I soon began to gather a considerable amount of followers. I think around 8,000 followers at the time. Oh, wow. And, yeah and I had my personal account in my bio which meant a lot of people went to follow my personal account as well mm-hmm. so that gathered me like for my personal account and then I told myself like okay why not have both my accounts be one so I right. abandoned my photography account I was just like yeah like go follow my personal account I'm gonna be using that one from now on and yeah so I started sh- let's say showing off my photography on my personal one Mm-hmm. Like going on photos with friends and getting ama- amazing pics, and it worked because people like kind of like slowly started gaining more respect for me, like seeing mm-hmm. the talent I had, and yeah. they they still stopped. No, they didn't stop bullying. Like they stopped bullying me as much, and uh, right. well, more and more I started showing all my other talents, like uh, singing, drawing, ice skating, and the more talents, the more respect I had, and, and it, got, it became an addiction. And of course, my followers were going up too. And um, well, I'm not going to name anybody, but all the girls and all the guys who used to bully me and spread rumors about me, now they all follow me. Ironic, right? That's more of the story is showing people I was way more than just a random girl, a random ugly girl that everybody rumored about as what got me here. Proving to myself what I was able to mm-hmm. achieve is what skyrocketed my confidence. And, yeah. and, it's, and I know it's cliche, but confidence really is key. Because <laughs> bullies, they, yeah. they target weak individuals that are, are unable to defend themselves. It's sad, but mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. But um, if you show them your true potential, and if you're not afraid to show off who you are, 
and what you mm -hmm. can do just when they shut up they shut up when you walk out of your comfort zone and you slam it in their face that you're better than mm -hmm. them yeah and um, i mean yeah like now i have like eleven thousand followers which isn't that much relatively but it's enough for some young people especially young girls to um, make you a role, role model to them so yeah. i always try just as much positivity as i can you know like happy funny content um, yeah yeah I, I repost my tiktoks on my story sometimes this, just to show that there's literally endless outlets for creativity and talent yeah. especially with social media mm -hmm. and if you know how to do something then do it and don't yeah, be afraid there'll always be judgment no matter what so yeah <laughs> that was my journey towards self-confidence now nothing scares me anymore that's like, I, know, yeah. I know that if people are hating it's because you're doing something that they can't and they don't like that <laughs> that's such a crazy experience i find i feel like yeah. people forget that people have different backstories and different experiences so like when they actually like explain like what they've been through people can get like a little bit shocked because they're like they yeah. don't really expect well, you to experience that yeah like whenever comments or dms being like oh like who do you think you are or well, i i think i am the person who i built like i i i don't know like what well, is it bad to be confident it's not arrogance it's confidence <laughs> i am not arrogant yeah and i'm not sure it was I, i'm not scared to like post my true self like obviously my mm -hmm. instagram posts are gonna be like really good but then my stories yeah. sometimes are really like i'm 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 never show off like that you know yeah i feel like people yeah. like misinterpret what it means to be arrogant and then they try and like use that to be like when someone's confident and someone is like true to themselves people are like no you're arrogant you're a bit cocky yeah exactly and that's that's so fueled by jealousy because, yeah like being so confident and they wonder why they aren't so confident and that, that's just really annoying no i completely get you because like when I was younger, I got, like, I got bullied, like, as well, like, it was just not the greatest experience, you know, like, I think people who are, like, confident in themselves are able to, like, really, like, show themselves more, like, in the future, obviously, like, now, but, like, back then, like, that was, that was so hard, because, obviously, like, with people at school, they create nasty rumours, and they just spread it around, because they yeah, have nothing else to do with their lives, you know yeah. like it's like so stupid and the fact that other people believe them is just like even more dumb yeah, because people just they just live for drama and as soon as something happens well they're gonna spread it and that, that's yeah. what got me into trouble when i literally didn't do anything they just targeted me because because i was that little shy girl who lacked confidence and i wasn't mm -hmm. really a target and it worked but yeah. look at me now <laughs> yeah exactly like you're like a true example of like what it means to like be confident and i think when i was going through that that was such a hard time because i was constantly comparing myself to others and i think that's what you do when you're you're not yeah. as confident with yourself and like you're at a place where you're like yeah so like I, I, yeah, I used to be jealous of pretty girls but then I yeah just, everyone's pretty in their own way you know yeah exactly i don't, I don't have blue eyes but I, I still like my eyes you know it's like about what you like my nose is it's a bit big but it's it's my nose like i still love it you know <laughs> yeah i think like that's the worst thing about like our generation we compare ourselves to like people who are like completely different from who we are and it's like yeah it's they may have, yeah that's better they're just exactly like, like flowers roses are pretty just, mm -hmm. just like uh, daisies they're, they're different flowers but doesn't mean one of them is uglier than the other yeah exactly and i think it's just really hard because i think girls like tend to like lose it because obviously like like <laughs> there comes like guy there comes guys in the equation and guys play like a massive like impact and like school you know like when you go to school you're like oh I really like like this guy or like oh, I want to be friends with this girl but it's like 
we're looking at social media as well and we're looking at like tv shows and like how they portray people so obviously like that sinks into people's heads and then that constructs someone to become a mean girl or a popular girl or a bully yeah like and and i hate this stereotype where all the instagram influencers have to be like perfect they have to have a big ass and and tiny waist and, and and all of that and they have to be super pretty and tiny nose and big lips like well why is that the standard of beauty like that's yeah. a small one because that's fake like i'm, I'm i have a tiny ass and i'm not afraid to show it i don't pretend that i have a ass i don't <laughs> but that's <laughs> for me like like you, you get me yeah. no i get you i feel like girls like it's so hard because there's this like certain stereotype of like a perfect girl but what is really a perfect girl like every girl is perfect in their own way like we all have like our different like qualities but we're all unique and we're all we're all special like our parents are, like we're like carbon copies of our parents basically but like they can't like say like oh you're not good enough you don't have this certain look like I feel like that's so stupid and I think that's so shit about social media because like even like yeah if I like having small titties then I'm not gonna change my titties you know and if that girl does like tells me my titties are too small what what do you mean too small like there's no such thing as too small like, if I like my body then why are you gonna shame me for it it's like you don't have to have that perfect like figure like if anything every body type is beautiful you can't expect like everyone to look the same that doesn't make sense like we're not robots we're not like physically created by like someone we're not sims (laughs) exactly (laughs) some people are born with i don't know a tinier waist and some people are born with this with bigger ass and that's natural like good for them like you know you can't change that like I don't know. I was born with a tiny ass and I don't complain about it, okay? <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Some people are just unbelievable. I feel so bad because I have two little sisters and I just don't want them to grow up with that like feeling of them like not feeling that they're good enough because I know you have sisters and like mm-hmm. I know like how do you feel like because I feel like being an older sister there's like a lot of responsibility but there's also like a little bit of pressure because you don't want them to go through the same experiences that you went through so like yeah of course they look up to you so yeah how is that for you like just trying to like help them navigate their way through their lives well obviously i didn't have anyone to look up to i had to like grow up by myself so it was really hard for me like Mm -hmm. bullying um for my sister like I feel like she found it a bit easier um, because she went to a different school that I did and like the people at my old school were like known for just being like really mean all the time but um, I didn't have like the um, I, I wasn't able to have that much influence over my sister obviously because I went to Marlborough College and then I was always away but um like she seemed to be like doing really good and like I never heard anything about her getting bullied and I know she would speak about it if she did but she didn't so I'm really proud of her she is like I tried to help her when I could like when she was asking me advice about about guys (laughs) which she's a bit young for but I mean that's the age they start she's 13 now so Mm -hmm. uh, I, I couldn't be there that much but I was there when I could and well she's she's a really confident girl right now she has a lot of friends and she's she, she's great <laughs> wait she's good. doing way better than I was doing at her age I'm proud of her yeah I think like especially with the younger sisters like you look up to them just as much as they look up to you because like my little sister's like in year nine and she's she's like because my other sister's in the same school as her because in the same school in like London and they were like she said to me that my younger sister is like popular and I was like how like that doesn't make sense because like me and you like yeah because like 
me and my sister were like that did not happen to us like that's crazy to think that like she's defied all the odds and like been herself and like yeah I remember going to like a parents teachers reunion with my parents to talk about her and like my parents asked they were like oh so like how is she doing like in terms of friends and everything and the teacher goes well Victoria is a really popular girl at school and I was like is she really really (laughs) you get surprised you said that I was like really that's amazing for her because uh, she wouldn't get bullied. But I know she, I always knew she had a lot of friends. And that's good for her because I was, I was bad. I had like two friends and yeah. I didn't have to talk about it to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we definitely like grew up in a completely different world from our siblings because yeah. for my like sisters, like they've like had a different experience because obviously like they went to a different school than me so obviously they're gonna have like a completely different like life experience in general but mm-hmm. because they did that they had a better life which i'm happy about because i was like yeah, of course. I'm really you happy. go through when you go through something you like wish the world that it doesn't happen to like your sister yeah, you know what it feels like to go through it and you just i, w- I would never i wouldn't wish on my worst enemy go yeah like I'm waking up every day begging my parents being like I don't want to go I don't want to go I don't want to go and uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't even tell them at first why they just thought I didn't want to go to school because I was too ashamed to tell them about all the bullying mm-hmm. but they found out at some point because I remember like I don't know if you remember the ask fm days <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, I that. yeah like everyone used to have it it was such a popular app and I had it of course and I just remember, like, this random girl, like, sending me a question. Um, and just, I can't remember what she said, but she said something really mean, like, about my physical appearance. And that really hurt me. And then I answered back, which I had the right to. Like, she attacked me first. So I answered, mm-hmm. I wrote back. And then just, every, like, she got, like, everyone against me. And then the next day at school, like, I was just chilling at recess with my friends, and she just comes up to me, and she looks at me, and she goes, are you Sophie Morelli? And I'm like, yeah, why? She just grabs a water bottle and, like, throws the water at me, and then I stand up, and I'm like, what the hell, why? And she just spits in my face, and she goes, oh my God. what you told me on Ask FM. And that's when, like, the school got involved, and they called my parents to tell them what happened. That's so they, they got a bit angry at me, because, of, of course, I didn't tell them anything. No, yeah. Yeah. That's so horrible. I hate how, like, Ask FM, like, create, like, I don't even, like, anonymous anonymous questions, I don't think it's... I don't know how, like, the person who created it, like, like, had, like, how, what his, like, process was, like, what was, like, the, like, idea behind the stupid app, because, like, what did it actually do? Like, it helps people bully people, basically. Yeah, it was like, like, you can text anyone and say anything about them and they won't know it's you. Like, yeah. And yeah, I hated it. I was only on it because everyone else was on it. And I was, I was obviously trying to like be popular. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then funny story, that, that girl, that, that girl I was saying that threw that water ball out of me and spit in my face. Um, Last year over summer, I was um, I was here in Monaco. I was at the train station waiting for my best friend, and you know I was just minding my own business, just sitting there looking around, waiting for my best friend. Then I see her; she comes up to me, we hug, and then we go to Starbucks. Then I get into Starbucks, I get a message from uh, like a phone number that I hadn't that I didn't have saved, and it said something like it was for, it was in French. It said something like um. Oh, so you so you're gonna look at me in the eyes and like you're not gonna even come up to me like I, I, what kind of pussy are you? And I look at it and I'm like, what? who the hell is this? And then I don't reply and then I get another text and she, this person kept like sending threats like, yeah, you're such a pussy like you can't even come confront me. And I was like, what? So I was like, call me like who who the, who the hell is this? And so I call her, and then she's like, oh, I know you know who it is. 
I'm like, well, obviously not because your number isn't saved. And she kept going on like, yeah, I know you know it's me. I know you know it's me. And I'm like, no, I don't. Just tell me who you are. And, she, and then she tells me her name. And as soon as she tells me her name, like, I just get all these flashbacks from that day where she spit in my face. And I was like, oh, my God, her. And then she's That's just insane. And then she just started being like, yeah, like you looked at me at the train station. You didn't even come up to me. Like you, were, you have no balls. And like, I genuinely didn't see her. Okay. I was probably just like looking around and accidentally making eye contact with random people while looking for my best friend, you know? Yeah. And I probably like accidentally looked at her without realizing it was her. And then she took it as if I was ignoring her. And then, and then I was like, oh, like, okay. Like you want to, you want to come talk then come, come to Starbucks. Let's have a chat. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come. And then she comes and like, she just like, she just completely shut off and, I, and we just sat down and, she, and then she started having a go at me. She was like, yeah, like what well, you did, like I'm asking them. That was so, uh, bear in mind, we were 12 years old. She was like, yeah, that was so immature. Like, I don't understand how someone could possibly do something like that, could possibly say something like that. And I was just like, I was, I was laughing. Like, I felt so bad, but I was laughing. I was just there like, are you seriously like beefing me right now for something that happened like seven years ago? And she was like, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, girl, listen, I'm sorry about it, but like, just relax. Like, and then she thought, starts like, when, when she saw I was being nice about it, cause you know, kill them with kindness. I was just yeah. there, like, yeah, sorry, like, that was immature of me. Like, what else do you want from me? And she was like, yeah, stop acting so smug, like, pretending you have tits. And I was like, what you, pretending I have, like, I'm not pretending I have tits. I know my tits are small. Like, what, what are you talking about? And she just kept attacking me. She was like, yeah, like, uh, like, you think you're so hot, but, like, in real life, you just look like, um, and she started insulting me. I'm not going to even say. And I was just like, listen, just, just get me just go away that's so crazy that's so stupid that shows like how bullies never grow up in their head like they really don't that's so weird what the fuck that's so crazy i don't understand yes it was so sad i felt bad for her like i wasn't even mad at her i was just like jesus christ like poor girl like what (laughs) i was surprised that she had your number like that like Right? That's like, scary. That was so weird. Like, it means that the girl saw me and then she started digging. I don't know how, I don't know where, like maybe on my Facebook. Like, she yeah. on my had the energy to text me, had the energy to walk all the way to Starbucks, which, which was like a 20 minute walk from this train station. Seriously? Just to come tell me I have oh sorted. Like, girl, thank you for your Great. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Like, I hope she, I hope she sees this podcast one day. And just, imagine, you know. does she follow you on Instagram? If you post yeah, about it, and then imagine if she listens in, and then she's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> she, she probably hates me. I doubt she follows me. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was a fun story. That just proves to show, like, they really, they just don't grow from their experiences. They stay in the same, like, position and they like keep going and going and going and there's no end it's literally them and repeat trying to feel better about themselves by trying to make other people feel worse about themselves but that didn't work on me because by then I was already like confident as hell so like when she told me pretend like stop pretending you have tits I just started laughing I was like that's that's the only like that's your only argument I have no tits like girl that doesn't make sense, you know, like, it's not really that, like, important. I don't know. Like, it's what? like, okay, thank you for pointing that out, like. Thanks, but. I was, like, I know, <laughs> like, I know that, you know, you need to tell me, and it's not like I'm pretending I have bigger ones, you know, like, I'm embracing these yeah. ones. Like, what? That was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that just baffles me. I just can't believe that she actually went through all that effort to find your number and text you like I know. how pathetic that's so insane i know because she she probably she saw my instagram and she was like oh, oh look at her now i'm gonna go and try and make her feel shit about about herself oh guess what that made me even feel even better about myself because it makes me like it shows me that people that used to bully me back then are still trying to make me feel yeah about myself that's Except insane 
I used to work. I used to go home and cry. And mm-hmm. <laughs> work and it makes me laugh now. Yeah. yeah. That's so weird because I feel like that's such a strange experience to go through, especially like seven years after. Because you, like, yeah. fucking yeah. hell, like you've dealt with you've dealt with the bully and she she managed to make you feel like shit and then like seven years later she still wants to keep going when you've grown up like she still doesn't make sense she's done doing so much better and she isn't and she i don't even know that just that will confuse me until the day i die because that's just weird you know yeah, yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't say like I went through the well, same type of experience in, in school but like but that was the, my fair share of people like you know like saying really like nasty things and just to like have a reaction from you like people have called yeah. me ugly people have called me stupid and it's like how childish yeah, can like, you get like Exactly. into it what they want and they win if you do so just, just yeah like, yeah okay whatever i'm ugly no and then like it's just like obviously like during that time it like breaks you down and it makes you feel like a horrible no, you yeah. feel like really shit about it but like similar to your experience with this girl i feel like i'm ex- i really hope that this doesn't get to her but (laughs) what happened so um obviously when you start uni you socialize with so many people and I literally like every night out I was just so confident somehow and I just talked to everyone and like I had like a a big really big group of friends Mm -hmm. this girl and I were really close and like I, I won't forget like all the good things that like happened in our friendship and everything but like so like I had suspected that she had been like bitching about me behind my back yeah. so I was like oh my god let me just check like I don't want to be like a, a snake or like snoopy mm-hmm. but like I just need to figure out yeah, yeah I typed yeah. my name in her search bar and yeah. like so many messages popped out and it was these messages were like outright horrible and I was like and I was like trying to tell my I didn't like show my friends and I didn't like text them like exactly what happened but like I gave it to my full account and then I screenshotted them because I wanted just to like send it to myself so you know like when you want to have a reminder like don't fucking like this is why you don't need this like negativity in your life oh yeah i get you <laughs> i did that and it wasn't to like you know like send it to people and it wasn't to like you know be like look at this this is what happened no it was literally for me to be like this is so you like remind yourself don't like deal with that but obviously like, I, I can get like how like unfair it was on her because like she was just like that's not fair but um yeah, but like she was still a bit of a snake. I I know. <laughs> and then like yeah, so my birthday came and this guy had told her like yeah, um she's the one who had the screenshots, she's the one who like went through your messages and figured out that you were bitching about her. She comes mm-hmm. to my she comes to my boyfriend's bar and she was just like, What the fuck? Like I don't understand, like why would you do that? And I was like I was so defensive and I was like, why would you bitch about me? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were both in the wrong, but like... Yeah, we were both in the wrong completely. But I, me being defensive and fuck, I was just like, why the fuck did you bitch about me? That's not fair. Like, I don't understand. Like, that's not, that's not okay. But then it got turned around on me and it was just such a bad experience because like, I hadn't like... Obviously, like, it's different. When you're at home with your family and stuff, like, it's easy for you to, like, obviously get into a fight with your family, like, your parents or, like, with your, like, sibling. But, like, that was the first time I was just, like, she was, like, saying all these things at me and I was, like, hang on, like, calm down. And 
only this year like I think for like my second year at uni was when I was like okay I've lost my shit like I can't deal with this anymore like I'm going to fight back and I will like scream because she like was just like you're such an attention seeker and she was like saying all these things at me and I was like what the fuck is your problem like first you bitch about me and then you say all of this like that doesn't make sense but yeah yeah yeah. oh god yeah another example of how like sometimes like people like you don't understand their true intentions and like it doesn't necessarily make them like horrible but it just means that they're not for you and you know you're not exactly like yeah yeah i know what you mean so the same yeah it's a short story but i just i had this girl i thought i was friends with you know and then like well, like, at every party, like, only, I'm only friends with her because, like, we see each other every party, you know, every prees, every social, she's always there. Yeah. And, and, like, obviously, we chat, and, like, we're really friendly to each other, and, like, I had nothing against her. And then one day, like, one of my friends, she, she comes up to me, and she's like, do you know this girl? And, like, she shows me a pic, and I'm like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, she's friends with me, why? And she was like, oh, because, like, I was sitting next to her at the library, and she was talking, she started talking about you to her friends. I was like, oh, really? What, what did she say? And I thought she was going to say nice stuff, you know? And then she was like, like, apparently her friends started talking about me and they were like, oh my God, Sophie, like, yeah, like, I don't even like her. And she was like, yeah, me neither. Like, I don't even like her. Like, honestly, the only reason why I go to her socials is because there's lots of hot guys that always go. And I heard that and I was like, what? Did she actually say that? And she was like, yeah, I swear. Like, I was, I was just listening to the conversation. That's what they said. So this girl basically just comes to my socials for the guys and like doesn't actually like me. I don't know why she wouldn't like me. <laughs> I'm literally like, I'm such a nice person. I'm, I'm not even mean. I was never mean to her. Like, yeah. Like, it's just like that kind of energy. Like, it's so unnecessary. Like, I didn't do anything to her and she just has to say that. I don't know. Maybe she wanted to look cool in front of her friends. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get people like that. Yeah, I feel like people are like so quick to say things and they forget that like when they say these things like you need to take full responsibility because like it's gonna bite you right back in the ass. Like it's gonna, karma's gonna hate you so hard that you won't expect it to come at you like that. And karma's real, karma's real. (laughs) It really is, it really fucking is. That's like... Yeah. it's it just it's there's so many toxic people out there and I think people like especially people who are starting at uni and people like dealing with different experiences at like high school or like middle school they're like um I haven't dealt with something like this before and they get they start like freaking out because like obviously like it's not a nice situation to deal with but I think like yeah the way the world is now from when the world was when we were in school it's very different it's more open so like people you can ask people for help and people will understand the situation a lot better because at our time they didn't it was a lot harder for you to be like this is what I'm going through especially with your parents because like parents found it Mm -hmm. hard to see their child you know like upset and they didn't know what was wrong and they would stop blaming themselves and thinking that's my fault but it's not like it's not our parents fault at all no exactly i think my mom my mom like got really upset because she sort of blaming herself and i was like that's the one like that's something that i didn't want and i think when i was like dealing with the situation obviously like it created a lot of tension and it like I don't know it just made me shut her out a lot a lot more mm, yeah I don't know if you dealt with that with your mum but like I shut my mum out like a lot when I was getting bullied in school because I was like no one can help me. I don't really talk to my parents that much about my personal problems just purely because like most of the time I can deal with them myself yeah um, the only time I go bad was that time where I would go bullied and the school called my, called my parents and told them what happened mm-hmm. and at first they got really angry at me for not telling them yeah but then they were like they just kind of helped me through it mm-hmm. and uh, yeah other than that I, I don't I don't know I don't it's not really my thing I don't really talk to my parents about my personal problems I, I, I'd rather talk about it with like 
um, how can I say? Because obviously parents like they can help sometimes, but they're not yeah. like they don't have our mindset. So obviously, if yeah, I have, exactly. I don't know, if I have relationship problems, I'm gonna talk about it to my girl best friend because she she's yeah. understanding my age. She knows how our generation works. No, yeah, I completely get you. <laughs> no, like, yeah. <laughs> it's hard for you to be like that open with your parents because I think they like it's it's hard for like me and I, I bet it's hard for you as well because like your parents are still in that like old traditional mindset like where like things are very systematic and then when you tell them something they're like that doesn't really fit in what I think yeah yeah because they have totally different mindsets yeah so it's like easier to talk to someone who like completely gets you and like who like you know like go through the same thing yeah, exactly. Like me and my best friend from Monaco, we are literally the same person. Like I'm not even joking. Mm-hmm. So we understand each other so well. Yeah. And that's why I always talk to her. Like we FaceTime like five times a day, like update each other and everything. As soon as something happens, we call each other like bitch. <laughs> like we just tell each other everything that happens. Do you think, like, having those, like, cool friends from, like, obviously, like, from Monaco and then, like, mine from Malaysia, like, I feel like it's so important to have your, like, friends, especially from, from your roots that, like, you know so well. Obviously, you have your uni friends and people that you knew from school, but, like, it's not as strong as these people who have, like... No, no, it's not. Yeah. Like, here in Monaco, I have my group of friends and, like, I think about, like, six, seven friends that most of the time we all like when we hang out it's always like the seven of us together mm-hmm. and like, sometimes one or two can't come or, but it's usually all, it's usually all of us together and I just yeah. I just love it you know, because like we're all like so close to each other and like mm-hmm. there's not that one friend who's not really that friend with the rest of us like there isn't that awkwardness or anything we're just yeah. all, like so close to each other because we've known each other since we were 10 so like I'm always that's so excited. That's like ten years. <laughs> oh jeez, ten years! I forget I'm twenty. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I'm always so excited to come home because obviously for my family, but also because I have so much fun with my Monaco friends, and like uh, yeah, like I'm going to spend the weekend at their house tomorrow, and I'm I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah, I feel um, like that's the best thing. Like when you like get that one-on-one time with like people like who you know that there's never going to be an issue with. Like, I feel like with my friends from home, I've never fought with them at all. I've known them mm. for, like, more, like, 10 years as well. Like, we we never fight. There's exactly. never a point where, like, I feel like, oh, I'm pissed off at you. Never. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we always understand each other. Like, yeah. it's never like a misunderstanding. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love those friends. Shout out to them. Shout out to my friends from home. <laughs> it's it's crazy that like you have those like cool friends and you know that like whenever like something happens, you know that when you hang out with them, obviously you can tell them, but you don't have to because like when you're with them, it's just like good energy, good vibes, and there's nothing that stops that. Like honestly, I'm the kind of person who's addicted to their phone. Like I'm always on my phone, but when I'm with them, I just like. I, I'm always looking for it because I always leave it and don't look at it and then I'm like oh okay, exactly that's literally what I do like when we have so much fun like sometimes when I'm in like a Brunel with some of my friends like I, I'm still on my phone you know like scrolling I feel so it. bad like that's literally like what happens with me because like like I love them but the connection isn't as strong whereas when I'm here yeah. in Monica I leave my phone in the room and then we just I don't know we go we go in the pool we go play cars we go play uh, volleyball we just we yeah. just have so much forget my phone exists it's like a different world I guess like when you go home you just Mm -hmm. feel like with these girls like with these people like you know nothing bad is ever going to happen because like all they do is just bring this like massive light into the room and then you're like I'm so distracted that I can't even I was on um I would literally pull them for like five hours like no yeah Two hours first. Lies so fast when you're with them as well. I know. Time flies really fast, but like I feel so bad. But when I'm with my uni friends, sometimes like it feels like I'm like prolonging the time, and then I look at my phone, and then it makes me feel bad because it's like these people like obviously like 
they mean a lot to me but like yeah, yeah. people from home people I've known for like the longest yeah. time Exactly. Have that you love all of them equally, but it's just you have that way deeper connection with your friends from home. Yeah, exactly. I think like it's it's like hard for people to like kind of grasp that like when they go to uni and they make these friends. Obviously, like some people, like some cases, like I know for my friends, they like found like these these like cool people that they like talk to every single day. But like I don't know, like I rather speak to like different people like that I'm like close to rather than like the same constant yeah, people yeah, it's like for me I have I have I have two best friends in Monaco so I have my other best friend with which I, I literally like we speak like <laughs> once a month maybe because she lives in Japan and yeah. she went to Japan she used to be in Monaco but like she you know it's that kind of friend that like you don't need to speak to every day like you call each other on FaceTime like once a month and it's as if you like like nothing changed or like you meet up with each other and everything's so normal and there's always that energy between you guys like yeah. I, I don't think you speak to your friends every day to like keep the connection some of them of exactly. course yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I feel like for like uni friends obviously you will have to like constantly speak to them like every single day to keep that like connection if you get what I mean but like mm-hmm. my friends yeah. from home like I don't think like I have to do that I feel like I can like go like without like a couple of like days without speaking to them and then like after that like I'll feel like no time has actually passed and then like it's normal again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get you. I get exactly what you mean. (laughs) And those those friendships are so precious. Yeah. It's very hard to come by. So like the fact that both of us have like come by that, that, that's like amazing and that's good. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Plus, I feel like it's different with the people I have here because obviously I grew up with them. So, like, yeah, we just we learned about life together. Whereas uni people, you just you went there and you met them, and you were already both grown ups. So yeah, it's a bit different because like it's a very different relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like my friends here, are like my siblings. Like we grew up together, and yeah, exactly. And yeah. So let's just like end off on like things that like you've been doing during quarantine. So like TikTok singing. <laughs> okay, so well TikTok. Um, honestly, I used to mock people that had it. I was like, oh god, like why? Why do people have TikTok? TikTok is so cringy. Like, and I had I had this one friend especially that kept telling me, download it, download it. It's so good, it's so good. And I was like, nah, I fuck. I'm never going to download that app and then well I just downloaded it one day and (laughs) I was like oh oh that's that's actually pretty funny oh like I started liking the videos and everything and I was like hmm like why not start making some TikToks let's let's see how I do so I started I post one gets it gets like 2,000 views I was like oh that's that's cool I post a second one it gets 400,000 views and I was like oh what does this mean I'm funny like what does this mean and that really like hypes me up and then I just started making loads and loads of TikToks and uh, in like well I've had it for like four weeks now and, uh, and I don't even I think I have like 7,000 followers already oh, wow. so, yeah I, I'm so active on it and I just love it so much and like like it's I'm, a I'm, fun app it's entertaining so entertaining <laughs> And like I used to like love making like YouTube videos when I was a kid, which um which I think always... everyone has had that stage. Like yeah, everyone's YouTube got... videos. I was looking at them yesterday actually and I was like, oh my god, like I was so cringe. Like how do people let me post this stuff? Like please. I was trying to figure out how to delete these videos that I made when I was like younger. And I, I remember like... me I was a Marlboro college and like I was seeing like I was I had this friend on his phone and and everyone like watching his phone and like laughing over the table. I was like, oh, oh my god, god. no! And, oh my god, I went and like I see them watching my YouTube videos from when I was like twelve, and I was like, jeez, no, please, no, please, no, please, no! And I just like immediately logged into my account and deleted everything. Like, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> like, oh fuck, it was so cringy. Funny, and, uh, funny you talk about Mora because like. So, like, when 
they came you know when they did the exchange program like I don't know like if you heard about it but like oh, they yeah. did this exchange program and um I think this is the year above me or the year below me but they came over here and someone told them in Malaysia it snows on Wednesdays and that's the <laughs> stupidest thing ever but they actually believed it which is fucking really? insane and that baffles me because I was like how how would you believe that what how, what does that even make sense <laughs> yeah they they actually thought on Wednesdays it snows and that like I was like what the fuck really seriously so <laughs> and then like I think it was when my friends went over there this guy went <laughs> went late to um came to a lesson late mm-hmm. and like um, I think the teacher was like, you came late, like, what happened? And he was like, sorry, sir, I just got bit by a squirrel. Like, what? Yeah, what? I was what like, you what do you mean? What? That, that's so weird. Oh, God. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> like, the funniest stories that I have are from, like, school, I think. Like, boarding school in particular. Because, like, it's, like, experiences that you can never really, like, how oh that was so bad i think i got like three cautions at uh, mobile college like three yeah three and i think you get like expelled for four or something i can't remember (laughs) two of them were for really stupid stuff like my first one was because i got caught in in, okay listen i got caught inside of ben's room like it's not like i was even doing anything I (laughs) i was sitting on his bed and i got a caution for that um, another one, bro, he got me two cautions, Ben, fuck you. <laughs> the second one was when we were in the TV room and we locked the door and the house master came down and he was like, why is it locked? You're not supposed to lock the door. Got a caution for that. Um, wait, oh no, God. I got, what? no, no, yeah, it was only three cautions. And the third one was for like accidentally missing a lesson, which was stupid. But uh, yeah. yeah, so I got for stupid stuff like that, but then... Oh, moral college obviously like i don't know if it's the same in malaysia but like like boys can't be in girls dorms and vice versa yeah know? then there was the same thing and um so the girls area we had an alarm on the door so like at um i think i can't remember i think 10 45 or something door and like she goes downstairs puts in a code and i like puts the alarm on yeah so if you open the door, the alarm rings and the house mistress comes up and like, what the fuck are you doing? Anyway, it was like, I finished my exams. So I was like, okay, like I have, I have nothing to lose. And um, so I was just there and I was planning this with my friends, like my girlfriends there, like they didn't end up doing it. I don't know why. Oh yeah, cause they still had exams. So if they got caught, they would have gone to so much trouble. But I was bored, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try and sneak into the boys' area tonight and spend the night there. And uh, so, like, the house mistress came up. She checks that everyone's in their rooms. She's like, okay, good night, good night, good night, good night. Goes, uh, she, she goes out of the main door, starts walking downstairs, put my foot on the door so it doesn't close, wait, for, wait until I hear that she's downstairs. Then um, I open the door. Uh, go behind the door so I'm sitting on the stairs I close the door I hear her put the alarm on and the alarm goes on so obviously I was supposed to be inside then but I was like outside of the door and I was like whoa like there's no going back now like if if I open the door and go back in I'm getting caught like there's no going back and Mm -hmm. I swear I sat there on the stairs for like 40 minutes waiting for the house master and house mistress to to go to bed because I kept seeing them walking past and I was I was terrified I was there like oh my like they catch me I'm fucked I'm fucked I'm fucked they end up going to sleep and like I never realized how loud those stairs was there were until I had to like walk down and every step was like it was horrible and it was like two floors and I was just going down and I was terrified and um so I go downstairs then I, so you have to go through the kitchen to go to the guys area so I went into the kitchen and then I see the lights turn on I'm like fuck so I like go and I run behind the pool table hide there I see the house master walking past he's like hello hello and I was there like oh my fucking god like if he sees me here I'm getting expelled and I was terrified and like he's just there like hello 
expecting on here. He doesn't come, goes away, turns the lights off. My heart is like beating so fast. My phone was on like 1%. So like I was trying to call like this guy telling him I was downstairs to come get me because I didn't know how to get into the area and everything. Thank God he came. He came to get me, went into his room. And I just, I just spent the night with, with the boys. Like <laughs> we were just chilling there, playing games on the computer, watching YouTube videos. Yeah. And in the morning, it was easy to go back upstairs because um, the alarm wasn't, the alarm was off. And like, well, that was the funnest night of my life. Like so much adrenaline, so much. It was so fun. And then I mine, like, mine was insane. I can't even like, because it was different because in Morbo, Malaysia, we had like steel doors. So like, Mm-hmm. you couldn't go out like I think it was the same thing but like it was an alarm but like our houses weren't connected to the boys one so it was like really hard I wasn't like <laughs> so <laughs> I think this is GCC's before mocks because I'm stupid um mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna sneak out so I can make out with the boy <laughs> classic yeah <laughs> I jump over the, I literally climb on the banister and jump over the, the steel gate. Mm-hmm. And I literally walk out. And I, I was like, oh, I feel so good, like I'm doing this. But oh my God, I fucking regret it. Cause like that like got me like in so much trouble. But I really? Yeah, oh. I snuck out cause I went to the, the pit, the running track. And oh, we're hanging out with two guys, and it was like fun. But we, the next day, we were doing this like thing called the Marlboro Mile, where you run around the school, yeah. and like you raise money for tra- charity. Oh my god, I was so dumb. Uh, I stayed out there, and like, oh my god, if I had stayed out there and just walked back in after breakfast, it would have been fine. But what would you do? Idiot me decides to walk back and pretend I was in the sanatorium. Ill. Oh <laughs> and I wasn't like that's so stupid. Like the sanatorium wasn't even open at night. So here I am yeah. pretending to live and pretending to throw up walking back. <laughs> so My so house cool. mistress and the teacher was like you're so stupid you're so dumb you're gonna get in so much trouble and i was like how did i not see this coming yeah they were like making up rumors and like like my house mistress did not like me i got in trouble so much like she was like you're gazed you're gazed and she was like you should know the school rules by now and i was like shut the fuck up bitch like stop talking i was like (laughs) Like, I don't care how many rules I write up like if anything like pro tip if anyone's in boarding school and they're gated photocopy the school rules yeah <laughs> and get that in like your written school rules like just do it once photocopy it and then you're done just hand in the new shit like every single time like that's what I did but like I think that like what was so annoying was that my house mistress was just so rude to me that I was like you know what like fuck you I'm going to make you hate me even more by like just creating so much trouble for you might as well because she hated you anyway yeah like I think house mistresses just have like a problem with people who yeah they do my house mistress was she was really mean too <laughs> Like everyone hated. She was so moody all the time. Like, like Jesus Christ, she was so annoying. Like when she was serving dinner, she just looked like she wanted to kill herself all the time. <laughs> and I was trying to be nice, and I was like, uh, I was like, I don't know. Good evening, Mrs. Coleman. And she was just like, Hi. Like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> like, fuck you. I'm trying to trying to be nice to you, but you know what? If you want to be a bitch, like that's fine too. To complain this game. <laughs> yeah, my husband was like such like she had favorites, and I think she was just like, if you play netball, you're gonna be my favorite. And I was like, I don't play netball, I swim, so obviously I'm not gonna be your fucking oh, favorite. So manipulative. <laughs> and I was, she was like, 
she was that type of person who was like, okay, I'm just going to do this and see how everyone takes it. But, yeah. That's on boarding school. That's on housemistresses. That's on us getting in trouble. I'm going to miss boarding school. What would you tell yourself? Um, you're like 16 years year old self who was like just about to like go into boarding school. Oh my god, uh, I would have said get as many cautions as you want because you can get rid of them with community service anyways. That's really? What I yeah. Did you actually do that? Yeah. Like all my questions I got rid of them. Like you know, you know what they were like? They were like, for example, community service would be something like um I don't know, uh, do the dishes, like clean the dishes for a, for a week or something, or like do eight hours of a dish. Oh my God, I wish I was in Mulberry UK now. Oh, That's oh, so no. annoying. I had no way to prove it. So I remember this one day I, I got rid of a caution by cleaning a mug. I, I literally went to the sink, like holding it with the tip of my finger because it was so disgusting. Like no one washes anything there. Stop cleaning it, holding the sponge with the tip of my finger. like, Ooh put it back and I go up to the to, to the house dame and I'm like yeah miss I did eight hours so like can I get, get, can I get rid of my caution she's like oh yeah of course Sophie <laughs> that was it <laughs> so yeah that's, that's what I tell myself get as many cautions as you want and then wash yeah, them I love up. that I love that <laughs> just be, just be yourself just don't you know <laughs> exactly it was so nice talking to you and like actually like <laughs> yeah getting into everything so thank you so much for being a part of the podcast and i really hope like we can actually hang out soon of course <laughs> whenever you yeah. come to london 